You shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Because ye are sons, God has sent forth the Spirit of his Son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Alleluia. The Spirit of the Lord filleth the world. O come, let us adore him. Alleluia. Together, Venite. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a, king, a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the people with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 148 is on page 524. O oh, praise the Lord from the heavens, praise Him in the heights. Praise Him, all ye angels of His, praise Him, all ye host. Praise Him, sun and moon. Praise Him, all ye stars and light. Praise Him, all ye heavens, and ye waters that are above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord. For He spake the word, and they were made. He commanded, and they were created. He hath made them fast for ever and ever. He hath given them a law which shall not be broken. Praise the Lord from the earth, ye dragons in all deeps. Fire and hail, snow and vapor, wind and storms, fulfilling his word. Mountains and all hills, fruitful trees and all cedars. Beast and all cattle, creeping things and flying fowl. Kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all judges of the world. Young men and maidens, old men and children, praise the name of the Lord, for his name only is excellent, and his praise above heaven and earth. Ye shall exalt the horn of his people, all his saints shall praise him, even the children of Israel, even the people that serveth him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twenty-second chapter I'm sorry, here begins the 22nd verse of the 36th chapter of Ezekiel. Therefore say to the house of Israel, Thus says the Lord God, I do not do this for your sake, 
O house of Israel, but for my holy name's sake, which you have profaned among the nations wherever you went. And I will sanctify my great name, which has been profaned among the nations, which you have profaned in their midst. And the nation shall know that I am the Lord, says the Lord God, when I am hallowed in, in you before their eyes. For I will take you from among the nations, gather you out of the country, out of all countries, and bring you into your own land. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean. I will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all your idols. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgments and do them. Then you shall dwell in the land that I gave your fathers. You shall be my people and I will be your God. Here endeth the first lesson. Together, Eke Deus, on page six of our handout. O Lord, I will praise thee, though thou wast angry with me. Thine anger is turned away, and thou didst comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid, for the Lord God is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore with joy shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation, and in that day shall ye say, Praise the Lord, call upon his name, declare his doings among the people, make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he hath done excellent things, this is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, thou inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth, <clears throat> here beginneth the twelfth chapter of the first epistle of St. Paul. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. Carried away to these dumb idols however you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed, and no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one of the prop for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. For the body is one and has many members, 
but all the members of that one body, being many, are one body. So also is Christ. For the for by one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into one Spirit. Here endeth the second lesson. Ignis S. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lamb, that was slain, and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood, out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us kings and priests unto our God. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb for ever and ever. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Our Father, and with thy spirit, let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful God, that thy church, being gathered together in unity by the Holy Spirit, may manifest thy power among all peoples, to the glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the same Spirit, one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who as at this time didst teach the hearts of thy faithful people by sending to them the light of thy Holy Spirit, grant us by the same Spirit to have a right judgment in all things, and evermore to rejoice in his holy comfort through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the same Spirit, one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, 
neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. Welcome. We are in the octave of Pentecost, which is um, Pentecost was last Sunday, and the octave or eight days of special celebration are the day of and seven days following. So our lessons this week are all focused on the theme of the Holy Spirit. Our Old Testament lesson from Ezekiel, um, we should note when we're reading Ezekiel, who is a rough, roughly a contemporary of Jeremiah, they're both in the 600s BC, um, dealing with an Israel in the six, into the 500s, um, dealing with Israel that's gone into exile. God has judged the nation and the people are in exile in Babylon. And so the promise in today's writing that uh, he will gather them out of the countries and sprinkle clean water on them is, um, is the answer to exile. And he'll bring them back into the land. There's a few notable things about this. One thing that jumped out at me reading it today is, again, this, this um, <clears throat> when we read the Old Testament narrative of Israel, there's this corporate language. He speaks he, what we, he will do to them. Of course, he's not going to do it to the people he's talking to. He's going to do it to, to descendants of them. And in fact, because we understand this clean water to be the water of baptism, he's going to do it to people who, who won't even be born for 600 years. And so there's this sense of Israel having a corporate identity, and this is why we read the Old Testament narrative as though it is our story, because it's part of the story of the people of God, and we narrate our lives rightly when we live in this uh, narrative, and the narrative for us includes uh, the narrative of the awareness of our sin and rebellion against God that has sent us into exile, and the way that God has called us back and sprinkled us clean through the waters of baptism and brought us back into union with him. And we should note that the promise in Ezekiel that you'll dwell in your own land, <clears throat> ultimately this new land is, is you know, the new creation that God will, will, will complete at, at the appearance of Jesus. But even now we understand this land we've talked about during the Ascension Tide, how we are been, have raised up, been raised up with Christ, and we made to sit in the heavenly places with him. So we're already, in a sense, living, living in Christ, living, therefore, in God's presence in this place. We're already, in a sense, living in the land, and that's the tension of the Christian life between the degree to which it is experienced now and the degree to which it's not yet completed. And that tension is brought out in Pentecost because it's in the Spirit. The Spirit both brings us into communion with God and Christ in the Spirit and also puts us within us the longing for the completion of it. So it's both, <clears throat> both presence and longing come from the Spirit. And uh, we, we should note that this experience of, of return from exile is something we progressively enter into, that we, it began for us in baptism and in our experience of conversion to faith, where we initially came to Christ, we became aware of sin and were washed clean. But one of the things we do with the whole sense of working our way through the liturgical year, and even week to week, Sunday to Sunday, Lord's Day to Lord's Day, as we, we continually are aware of the ways that our 
thoughts, words, and deeds are not um, uh, all as they ought to be. We we confess again the way they've pulled us away from God. We experience cleansing again, so we grow into continually what we've been made to be in baptism. And, and in the liturgical year, for example, going through the whole experience from Lent, Easter, now Pentecost this year, hopefully we've experienced that whole narrative in a new way. That is, our confessions have become more significant. We've seen deeper things about ourselves. We've experienced God's forgiveness and grace and the Spirit in a new way that's helped us move forward towards that ultimate telos. And this connects to our lesson on spiritual gifts from 1 Corinthians, because apart from the, you know, what is your particular spiritual gift, the overarching point of this um, passage is that having been brought out of exile, which is separation from God and also alienation from each other, coming back into union in Christ, therefore, we now are un united with God and reunite with one another, and we each have some spiritual manifestation, gift, things we can do that work for the good of the unity of the body. And the, the way that we show really our maturity, our growing maturity in Christ in the Spirit is how we learn to surrender selfish concerns, die to self, and live more fully for the, for the good of, of, of God and others. And this is something that we have to be purified over, over the course of our you know, Christian life, because it's easy for us to do religious things in ways that are self-centered. I have this thing I want to do, and, 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 and what we're not aware of, we may want, we think it's a spiritual gift, but it's really a desire for recognition. And this is why 1 Corinthians 12 that we read today is followed by 1 Corinthians 13 on love, though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but don't have love, I'm nothing. So that the real work of the Spirit is the purification of our motives, so that our gifts that we are given are used more freely, and we're able to give them when we're called to give them, and not give them when we're not called to give them. And you know, to to uh, and so so that's the the way we think about that is how we work for the greater good of the body. We stop fighting our own battle and start fighting the the, the battle that God is calling us to fight. And so our our maturity is indicated by how we're working for the unity of the body. Are we working for the good of the whole, or are we really off on our own little thing, murmuring, complaining, undermining things, all in the name of, of, of Christ, of course. So that's the purity, that's the unity. By one spirit, we're all baptized into one body. We've all been made to drink of one spirit, and our vocation is to grow in that unity by continually dying and continually giving ourselves to, to love uh, of God and others uh, in the spirit. A few thoughts about today's lessons. Continuing with the uh, prayer, excuse me, continuing with a form of intercession. Accept, O Lord, our intercession for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. 
Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed. And grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy, in the fellowship of thy saints, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. It was great to pray with you this morning. Thank you, Ed and Barb. Have a, have a great um, Tuesday and Pentecost. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you for Thank you. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Bye, kiddos.